This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Let's get you a look at what's happening in your headlines. Texas House investigators have released a preliminary report about the Uvalde shooting that left 21 people dead. Victims' families began picking up the report Sunday. The report outlines multiple failures by several entities, including the overall law enforcement response, the Uvalde school system, the shooter's family, and social media platforms. The report also describes, quote, an overall lackadaisical approach, end quote, by authorities and an egregious poor decision making. Families getting the report also have access to hallway surveillance video of law enforcement response. The families also met with the committee Sunday afternoon to discuss the 77 page report. Following the release of the report, families of the Robb Elementary mass shooting victims say it's not enough and there is one question in particular they want answered. Amanda Henderson with our sister station explains what they want next. Well, what they want is accountability and you can imagine today's been a very emotional day for these families for so many different reasons. But some tell me it's also been a frustrating day because they still feel they have more questions than they do answers. It's another day of wondering for Vincent Salazar Sr. That's it's just failure all the way around. Salazar's granddaughter Layla is one of the 21 people killed nearly two months ago in the Robb Elementary mass shooting. Since then, several families say they have more questions than answers about what happened regarding the response to the massacre. How come we keep going around in circles? It's been over two months already, going on two months exactly. Salazar isn't the only one who feels this way. Evadula Orta also has questions. She attended Sunday's meeting with the House Investigative Committee where those who lost a loved one got to see in person what happened inside the school during the response. She gives us an idea of what went on behind closed doors. Parents asked questions and, and they answered, they how, answered what how they, they could. could. Orta lost her son Rogelio Torres in the massacre. She recently received his backpack that he had that day. I came with his Pokemon cards because like he, like we said, he loved Love Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he would take it every day to school with him in his backpack. So it'd just be like, I got that when back. we got that back, we were happy because we got a little part of him back. Orta says she expected more from Sunday's meeting. I was expecting more to see who was going to get fault for it. Can you describe for us what it felt like when you found out almost 400 first responders were on scene and it took more than 70 minutes to go in? Shocked angry, frustrated. She also adds no matter how long it takes, her family will fight to get answers about what happened on May 24th. What's going on? Uh, who's going to get involved for this? Who did this? We don't know. We knew the guy killed them. We uh, murdered our kids, but we don't know who's going to fall in that other category that who's going to get ju get justice for our kids. And as for the Department of Justice review, Uvalde Mayor Don McLaughlin asked for, he tells us that he expects it to take six to nine months before it is released. Reporting in Uvalde, I'm Amanda Henderson. In other news, Port Arthur police have arrested a known gang member after he bonded out of jail, but this time he's facing federal charges. Port Arthur police revealing that information Friday, releasing a photo of 23-year-old Frankie Cunningham after his arrest charges include possession of a machine gun. Cunningham was originally arrested back on May 17th at a home in Port Arthur. Police, U.S. Marshals, and County Fugitive Warrant Division found four pounds of marijuana, several firearms, including a fully automatic Glock pistol. 
PAPD referred the case to the ATF, but Cunningham bonded out before the federal charges were filed. A call for help this morning as Beaumont Animal Care Shelter has run out of room at its facility and needs your help with pet adoptions. Officials say they are now over capacity at its shelter on Pine Street in Beaumont. The shelter's maximum capacity for dogs is 96, but as of Saturday morning, there were 108 dogs. The maximum capacity for cats is 40, but the shelter had 60 cats yesterday morning. The shelter needs help finding good homes for the animals. If you aren't able to adopt a pet, consider fostering one temporarily. If you can't adopt or foster an animal, pass the word along to someone who can provide a good home for the animals. For more information, you can contact Beaumont Animal Care at 409-838-3304. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell, and here is a look at your forecast for Monday, July the 18th, 2022. Things were a little more comfortable over the weekend. Temperatures generally in the lower to middle 90s after seeing quite a bit of rain during the course of the end of last week. Things are going to change this week. Not going to be looking for much in the way of rainfall at all as high pressure once again has moved in across the area. And that is going to keep things very quiet here in southeast Texas over really the much of the next seven days. Rain chances at least through Thursday are going to be very, very small as temperatures will climb back into the middle and upper 90s. And we'll be looking for those heat index values starting tomorrow back in that 108 to 110 range as we'll start getting that gulf moisture coming back into play but just very little uh, trigger to kick off any active showers. So again, temperatures today, middle 90s in the triangle. We'll see maybe some triple-digit heat up into the lakes area, close to right around 100 degrees in a few spots. Winds today are going to be a little bit on the breezy side, so that should help out a bit. They'll be out of the southwest, averaging out to about 18 miles an hour. Winds stay up through Wednesday, and again, very little hope for rain, only about a 10% coverage each day through Wednesday. As we head into Thursday, a little bit of a trough kind of works its way across the northern gulf, and that may bring us just enough moisture and energy to kick off a few showers coming up on Thursday. Overall, chances are still pretty small at 20%, and then it stays pretty quiet again through the weekend. Temperatures most of the week around that 96 to 97 degree range in the triangle, which means we'll likely see triple-digit heat each day as we head into the lakes area Monday right through the end of the weekend. Now, as far as the tropics go, we still have dust coming through the Atlantic Basin, so things are very quiet there. And with high pressure locked in over the Gulf of Mexico, things are expected to stay pretty quiet. And the Hurricane Center expects no development over the next five to seven days. Something we'll keep an eye on, of course, but again, everything is staying very quiet right now as we push into the middle to late part of July here in southeast Texas. If you're headed to the beach today, watch out for a moderate risk of rip currents. The surf is going to be running at about three to four feet. And if you're an allergy sufferer, grass pollen and mold spores are at moderate levels while the weed pollen is back up there high. Take the sunscreen with you today. UV index is going to be 12. And again, water temperature out at the beach at 89 degrees. Don't forget, you can get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com. You can follow us on social media. We're available on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. And when you're out grabbing groceries today, don't forget to pick up a 2022 hurricane tracking chart at your local market basket. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again Monday for the KFDM Morning Show podcast.